Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in this hadith, he's talking to the muhajireen, and he said, five things you might be tested with, and I seek refuge in Allah that you are tested with, that you will witness. When, um, when immorality becomes prevalent in a society, then plague and diseases that previous nations have never heard of will spread among you. And when you cheat in weight and measurement, then you will have famine, you'll have calamities, and you will have oppressive rulers. And when you prevent and withhold your zakat, the rain will stop coming down, and if it wasn't for the animals, it will never rain. And when you break the covenant between you and Allah, and the covenant between you and His Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah will send an enemy from outside that will come to your countries and take some of your resources. And when your leaders, when your kings, when your presidents do not rule by the book of Allah and choose and apply the best in the book of Allah, then you will start fighting among one another. As if Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioning this hadith in 2022. My brothers and sisters, let's take them one by one. Immorality, fahisha. Immorality includes adultery, fornication, and homosexuality. And Rasulullah he did not say when it spreads. He said, biha. They are proud of it. Pride. They are proud of it. They are doing it publicly. They are not ashamed of declaring it. As a matter of fact, it's a law. And if you go against it, you will be punished. As Muslims, homosexuality is a major sin and will stay a major sin till the day of judgment. Allah Azza wa Jal punished the people of Lut because they were practicing it. Allah, the most merciful, sent an angel with his wing, flipped seven villages who are practicing it upside down. But I'm not practicing it. Similarly, his wife was not practicing it, was supporting it. She was with them. Except your wife, she's among them. She will be punished with them. Adultery, cheating between the spouses is something unfortunate that is prevalent in our communities. And what is the result? Subhanallah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said when this takes place, when zina became normal 
where Allah Azza wa Jal said, لا تقرب الزنا. He did not say, حرم عليكم الزنا. He did not say zina is haram. He said, do not come to anything that will lead you to zina. Don't come anything, don't commit anything that will bring you close to zina. When this happens, what happened, Ya Rasulullah? SubhanAllah. This is one of the prophecies of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, diseases you've never heard of, nations before you've never heard of, will spread on earth. 60, 70 years ago, you think people heard of AIDS, SARS, Swine flu, corona, monkeypox, mad cow disease. Subhanallah, diseases you've never heard of. They widely spread. And we are living this miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when we see this COVID and all these diseases that are coming, one of the main reasons is immorality. And not only immorality, spreading immorality. A Muslim young man have a girlfriend. He posts his picture on social media with his girlfriend openly, as if nothing is wrong. Walking with a, with a girl that is not a mahram, talking to a girl that is not a mahram, normal. When zina spreads, the society is destroyed. Divorce takes place. Kids, you do not know who their parents are. Music leads to immorality. Free mixing between the genders lead to immorality. The society that we're living in Consider this as a normal thing. But Rasulullah warned us, a severe warning. I looked at a survey, 37 million people worldwide are infected by HIV. CDC, one in every eight Americans has HIV and do not know about it. And the list goes on and on for anyone who's committing this sin. Number one, fear Allah and ask for forgiveness. And I want to remind you just with one ayah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَسْتَخْفُونَ مِنَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يَسْتَخْفُونَ مِنَ اللَّهِ when you are committing this sin, you are so worried that people will see you. Will pe the people will know about it. And you do not worry that Allah knows about it. Second, when we start cheating with weight and measurement, what happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed a surah about this topic. 
سورة المطففين ويل للمطففين والله إبن في دونات نوع عربي you will shake that there's something scary ويل للمطففين الذين إذا اكتالوا على الناس يستوفون وإذا كالوهم أو وزنوهم يخسرون ألا يظن أولئك أنهم مبعوثون ليوم عظيم the one who cheat with weight and measurement Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying don't you know that you're going to be standing in front of me and I am the one who knows the unseen and I know what you did aren't you scared for that day we take this matter lightly how many times in our country the importer will bring stuff from China and he puts made in Italy how many times you get a bag of rice or a bag of sugar or anything? It says 50 kilos, and when you weigh it, it's 49.5, and he thinks he's, he, he's a shrewd businessman. Half a kilo here, half a kilo there, I'm going to become rich. They sold their deen. I went one time to a brother's business, and I saw him, he has some products, in front of him, and he had some cotton balls and alcohol. I said, brother, what are you doing? He said, I'm wiping the expiration date. He said, brother, we both know that there is always extra date. The product will be still valid. There is still extra time. Tliya this is cheating. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم very simple straightforward hadith من غشنا فليس منا whomsoever cheat us is not one of us not, not one of us and رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said التاجر الصدوق الأمين مع النبيين والشهداء والصالحين يوم القيامة والصديقين يوم القيامة The truthful, the trustworthy merchant is with the prophets and the martyrs and the upright people on the day of judgment. What happens when we do that? Listen to the result of this cheating. أخذوا بالسنين فامن فامن will spread. وَشِدَّةِ الْمَأُونَةِ High prices. I just came back from overseas. And every time I tell the brothers of the situation in Lebanon, he said, brother, same thing in my country. Everything is so expensive. People are suffering. No food, no water, no electricity, no gas, no fuel. High prices. You cannot afford a loaf of bread. And listen to the last one. <laughs> and when this takes place, oppressive rulers will be assigned to you. Do I have to explain? Raise your hand that your ruler in your country is not oppressive. Oppressive rulers will be assigned to you. Ya Akhwan, who is saying this? The old truthful, the one who gets wahi from Allah Azza wa Jal. He's saying when we start cheating and lying, 
and think that we are smart, then these things will, three things will take place and we are witnessing every single one of them. Third, when we start withholding our zakat, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, we are always worried about our salat, and when it comes to Ramadan, mashallah, everybody's fasting and everybody, their spirituality is high. Hajj, everyone is looking forward to go to, but zakat? Many of us are negligent when it comes to zakat. When it comes to taxes, we are very careful because there's a punishment. Federal felony. But when it comes to zakat, inna allaha ghafoorur rahim. Allah is all forgiving. Wallahi, if the Muslim Ummah pay their zakat properly, you will not see one poor person on earth. It, and you know what? It happened on whose time? Umar bin Abdul Aziz. Can you imagine they used to go around, uh, anybody for zakat? Jazakallah khair. Allahu Akbar. Look what's going on now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, الذين يكنزون الذهب والفضة ولا ينفقونها في سبيل الله فبشرهم فبشرهم بعذاب أليم. Those who hoard silver and gold, which includes all kinds of wealth, and they do not give its zakat, give them the glad tidings of severe punishment. Severe punishment. Subhanallah. You see a, a brother whose zakat is like $500,000 and he's thinking and trying to cut here and cut there. And you see a brother whose zakat is $1,000. He keeps going back and forth to the office. Sheikh, are you sure the amount is right? I want to make sure everything is okay. I want to give the exact amount. Are these people eligible? Subhanallah. Ya akhi, Allah gave you more. And Rasulullah said, listen to this beautiful hadith. إِذَا أَدَّيْتَ زَكَاتَ مَالِكْ أَذْهَبْتَ عَنْكَ شَرَّهَا When you give the zakat of your wealth, you have got ridden of its evil. There's evil in that money, and when you give the zakat, it's called zakat, zakat, pure, zakka yuzakki, pure. You have purified your wealth, your income. We think, and the shaitan makes us believe and whispers that when we give zakat, our money will decrease. While Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the very famous hadith, he swore by Allah that our money will not decrease when we give zakat or sadaqah. So when we withhold our zakat, what happens? The rain will stop coming down. <laughs> and listen to the statement. Listen to the rahmah of Allah azza wa jal. And if it wasn't for the animals, it will never rain. You son of Adam, as if we are told, you son of Adam, because of your sins, you don't even deserve rain. It's just because of this cow and that sheep and that goat. And we all know 
the drought that's taking place in every country almost from our countries. Then Rasulullah gave us the fourth warning. When we break the covenant between us and Allah, and the covenant between us and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When there's a covenant, when there's a contract, it's between two people. There are covenants between us and Allah, and there are covenants or contracts between ourselves. When we make a contract, we put all the conditions, I want this from you, and you tell me what you want from me. Husband and wife, they have a contract called marriage. Business people, they have a business contract between them. And they can break that contract at any time. But the contract between us and Allah Azza wa Jal, what conditions am I going to tell Allah? Be just, be kind, be wise, be generous. That condition list is zero, empty. He has conditions for us. And we are the ones who are breaking our side of the contract. Allah لا يخلف الميعاد. Allah does not break His promise. We are the ones who are breaking their pro- the promise. My brothers and sisters, don't ever break the promise, the contract with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We cannot afford it. Hajar when Ibrahim put her in the desert, his wife and a baby in the desert, there's nobody, we all know the story. She wants to know, is this contract between her and Ibrahim or between her and Allah? He says, Ya Ibrahim, what are you doing? You're leaving us here alone. Did Allah tell you to do that? Because if this is between us, this is not right. But when she knew that the contract is with Allah, he said, yes. Allahu amaraka bihada. Did Allah order you to do that? He said, yes. That's it. The believer, the believing woman. Then, لن يضيعنا. He will not disappoint us. She knew that the contract with Allah, done. Until this day, we honor her every time we go to Umrah or Hajj. We cannot afford to break the contract with Allah. What is the contract with Allah? Ya Allah, I promise you, I'm going to pray five times a day. Ya Allah, I promise you, I will be good to my parents. Ya Allah, I promise you, I'm going to wear the hijab. Ya Allah, I promise you, I'm going to stay away from riba and stay away from every haram you have prohibited. This is the contract. Ya Allah, I'm going to fast in the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, everything that Allah ordered us, this is the covenant between us and Allah. And when we break it, what happens? Allah will send an enemy from outside that will take some of what they have. Where is Palestine? Where is the Andalus? Where is our oil? Allah, we are living it. They come, they take some of what we have. Why? Because we have broken the covenant between us and Allah. We always look and ask, when is the victory? When we when I start making the change, when I come to Jumu'ah with the intention to listen and apply, just not like just the homework, 
check I attended Jumu'ah. Every single one here and every single one watching us. Allah wants you to listen to this. And Allah wants me to do this khutbah in order to change our life. This is the only way to victory. And the last one, just because of the time. When their leaders do not rule by the book of Allah. Who dares to say, I want to apply the Sharia? Any leader who declared that is gone. When their leaders do not rule by the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, when the board of the masjid does not rule by the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, when I am as a father do not rule in my house by the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, when I do not run my business by the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, what happens? There will be fight among them. Look at Yemen, look at Syria, look at Lebanon, look at Iraq. And if you see that your masjid has a fitna in it, go back and see, you will notice there is something that's not being applied. When you see in your house, things are not right. One of the main reasons is that you are not ruling by the book of Allah in your home. This is a promise from Rasulullah When you don't do this, you will get this. Where is the Sharia being applied right now? And we all know that there is no better ruling on earth till the day of judgment better than the Sharia of Allah Azza wa Jal. And if you do not believe that, there is something wrong with your Islam and with your Aqeedah.